This podcast is made possible by our supporters on Patreon. At the $5 tier, you get a personalized and unique spooky story of how you became a camper read on the air. And at the $10 tier, you will also receive a high-quality enamel pin with our logo. Visit patreon.com SSFC or visit the link in the show notes. And now, without further ado... Hello, Camp Roanoke! Welcome to our 400th anniversary of our <laughs> Halloween spooktacular! Uh, my name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And introducing, for one night only, once a year, <laughs> my beloved Ian, Ian. Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm Ian. He, he comes once a year, mm-hmm. he shows up at our door... And he brings us like ten Girl Scout cookies. No, just you ten can cookies. only get those at another time. I don't know what time, but it's not now because I'd have some. <laughs> um, and he brings us like ten stories from Reddit that apparently take him three hundred and sixty-four days to compile <laughs> elsewhere in the world, or at least that's how he justifies his absence to me. <laughs> so. Uh, Our Halloween episodes are a little different. We are going to read some stories that Ian collected for us. Neither Morgan nor I have heard these before, so Mm -hmm. it has the really fun, you know, we both get to be listeners. And then we're going to do some trivia for the Stephen King movies that we watched this uh, Stephen King-toberfest this Mm -hmm. month. Um, And then it'll be loosey-goosey fun Halloween times. Woo! All right. I've got a bowl of candy next to me. I intentionally purchased a bag that had some that I didn't like because I wanted to really (laughs) create a true trick-or-treat experience. (laughs) What are the ones you don't like? Your Whoppers, your Milk Duds, your Nerds. Classic ones to not like. Nerds? (laughs) Your Laffy Taffies. Oh, I love Laffy Taffy. (laughs) It's always banana, though. Why is it always banana that ends up at the bottom of your little bag? (laughs) That was my favorite. Really? There's always so much of it. (laughs) You like the artificial banana flavor? Oh, I love artificial banana. I love artificial banana. I love artificial grape. Have y'all had the artificial banana flavoring conversation where it's. where an artificial banana flavor is actually the original flavor of like natural bananas and Just that classic yeah and that like an actual banana fruit is like a mutation of an old banana I'm so sorry. It's... are you telling me that the essence du banan that we find used in yellow laffy taffy is somehow a purer essence mm-hmm. of banana flavor than i find in a banana mm-hmm. yeah and Feels your right. listeners can crucify me if I'm wrong. Oh my god. Make Chiquita right. is gonna hate this podcast. <laughs> well then I guess I don't like bananas. <laughs> 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 um, I've also got a Halloween candle. One of those, it has a wood wick on it so it makes a nice crickly crackly sound. Because nice. I've always wanted my candles to be louder. <laughs> Um, and I got that with this one, so I've really set the scene. It's good. What about you? Morgan, I see you're wearing a sweatshirt. I'm and wearing you my also... Halloween sweatshirt. A what? You also gently committed and got a Halloween tattoo. I did. I got a little ghosty holding a pumpkin. He's- my, my skeleton with coffee needed a friend, I think. Mm, right. So, he's there. Um, I've got my coffee mug with bats on it that every yes. time I do a work call, someone has to comment on my spooky mug. Like, the whole month of Halloween isn't Halloween. And I get it. So yeah, I'm ready. What, are you supposed to drink out of it once a year? Once? <laughs> Most of my mugs are Halloween. Yeah, same. And Ian, I already know you, so I can tell that your environment is just a teenage boy wasteland <laughs> of punk posters and a metal slinky. Am I wrong? Um, no. But I, I also have, uh, there's a, 
a raptor Halloween mask that is on like a styrofoam. I don't know where this came from, but there was like a styrofoam head model that's on my desk for some reason. And so there's a Halloween mask sitting on the thing, and that's where I leave my headphones when I get up. (laughs) Yuck. Just as sad as I anticipated, folks. And there's this. This VHS of RoboCop. And a VHS VHS of RoboCop. This is why we have a boy on the podcast once a year. (laughs) Because he doesn't get... He doesn't get cozy core. He doesn't get he doesn't get the mood lords that we are. It's cuz he has no Taurus on his chart whatsoever. Okay. I have <laughs> this have coffee mug that used to have player? jelly beans in it, but now it's empty. Shut enough. <laughs> no boy has a coffee mug on their desk that they use for coffee. It's for like two paper clips. All right. Let's let's begin, shall we? Morgan, mm. do you want to kick us off? I do. All right. So we've got a story from Briar Patch Kid, and they say, (laughs) Creepy for me. I was having a tense conversation with someone that I was close to years ago. The conversation quickly devolved into a passive-aggressive fight. That is creepy for me. I don't don't like like that. Um, The fight that ended with the other person getting in the car and driving away. As I started heading back inside, the other person came back, got out of the car, and started our conversation again. The tone of voice was totally different, and the stance was different, and the feeling in the air was completely off. I don't know how else to explain it. As the conversation progressed, the other person started saying some nasty and mean things that were completely out of character. I said, this isn't like you, person. They said, what makes you think that I'm person? I remember continuing the conversation and talking to the person for a long time, but I don't remember anything specific. I do remember becoming more and more alarmed and knowing something wasn't right. Finally, I told the person to go home. They complied and left. I went back inside and started telling my sibling about the situation when the doorbell rang, maybe two to three minutes had passed. It was the person coming back to apologize for the original fight. They had been driving around town for a long time and didn't want to go home leaving things unresolved. I asked why they had said some of the things from the last conversation, and they looked at me like I was crazy. They had no idea what I was talking about. Totally could have been lying, but the whole situation just felt dark. Scared the hell out of me. Doppelgangers. Ah! Oh my god. What Scary. the fuck? These stories, I don't know what to do with. Yeah. I don't know what to do I with I don't have a compartment in my brain for them. No, it does not get filed. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this shit. It just falls like, right back out. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this just can't happen. <clears throat> this is from uh, Noisy Russinator. I was living with my now mother-in-law mm. in a house... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. In a house she had just purchased a few months before. We had all had various weird feelings, (laughs) in quotes, or experiences in the house, but two really, really stick out. Collectively, there were three dogs living in the house at the time. One evening, we are all sitting with our backs to the hallway, in parentheses, this is significant, close parentheses, watching a movie. All of a sudden, my German Shepherd and my Terrier both perk up their ears and start staring down the hallway behind where we are sitting. I mean, full attention. I notice and turn around, parentheses, the light in the hall was off, it was dark, close parentheses, but of course, don't see anything. Five minutes later, they're still staring and now growling. This time, my wife and I turn around and we both watch as the light switch on the wall gets flipped to on. Dogs went crazy, and so did we. (laughs) (laughs) A few weeks later, same scenario. Light is off. We are watching a movie. My German shepherd loved to play fetch, and we always had a million balls around to entertain her. This time, she's staring down the hallway and wagging her damn tail. We all notice again and start to watch. (laughs) Oh my god. I swear to god, a ball, single orange tennis ball, came rolling down the hallway towards her. 
we all went white. <laughs> it loves dogs. All right, Morgan, take us. All right, the next one comes from Baloney Jones. <laughs> All right, Baloney Jones shared a room with a guy in college who was a musician. He'd stay out late almost every night and come home around 3 or 4 in the morning. Their, their room was a straight shot through the kitchen from the front door. One night I woke up to the bedroom door opening and figured it was just my roommate coming home after a gig. I thought it was strange that he turned the light on when coming in. He knew I was a light sleeper and would normally use his phone's light to shine around the room if he was looking for something while I was asleep. My bed was twin size, positioned against the wall, connecting the bedroom to the kitchen. When he came in, I was facing the wall. I kept my eyes closed and I pretended I was still asleep because I didn't like- I didn't feel like having a conversation with a most likely drunken friend while I was still half asleep. That's fair. I heard him go to his side of the room, opposite of my bed, and rustle around his desk and dresser looking for something. Sometimes he would grab some clothes for the next day and go stay at a buddy's house so I wasn't concerned. <sighs> then I felt him start reaching <laughs> under my bed. <sighs> Paranormal or not, that's not okay. <laughs> no, I don't like it. <laughs> I kept a few things under there, but he would normally ask before straight up taking anything of mine. <laughs> at that point, I was really confused and annoyed by all this. So I made a point to passive-aggressively roll over on my other side and face the middle of the room and the direction from where he was reaching so he knew I was pissed and that he was ruining my beauty sleep. Then I heard nothing. But I could feel he shot up from under the bed and was just standing there. I never opened my eyes, but I figured he would either apologize for waking me up or something. But he never said a word, he just stood there. After probably two minutes with the lights still on, I heard him leave the room and go to the kitchen. I opened my eyes after a couple more minutes because he left the light on in the bedroom. He wasn't in the kitchen, but he had pulled a knife from the knife block and left it on the table. I checked around the house and couldn't find him, but quickly realized that my Xbox, book bag, wallet, etc. were stolen. I called my roommate to see if he had been home, but he was miles away at a party. End of story. person is as passive aggressive as they are that oh the most displeasure they showed was to while continuing to be pretending to be asleep turn slightly because if they had done anything else they could have literally died eye. that night so it was it was like a robber right that's what this yeah. is yeah all this shit is gone a greedy yeah, ghost. Yeah, I mean, a ghost that stole an Xbox? I've not heard of that yet. <laughs> That's so Should scary. Read more ghost stories. So then they went to the kitchen and pulled out a knife? Yeah. That's bold. Oh. To turn on a light in the room and, like, steal shit? To burgle a house that's occupied? Yeah, that's super bold. Oh my god. God, how they, ugh. that made also just like to be prepared to stab someone to death oh my so God. you can steal their Xbox is pretty intense. Ugh, how did they get in? I that's what I'm. Was it just unlocked? Maybe it was unlocked. So I cut off some more of that story, mm. um, and because it was mostly nonsense, and the person didn't know, but they speculated that they had left it unlocked because they called their roommate. It's in the story, but that their roommate had their keys still. Okay, guys, everybody pause this or take your phone with you and lock your doors right now. Mm. Take a page out of Baloney Jones's book. Uh, I could feel the blood rushing to my legs, which is a fight or flight response. That means that my impulse when you were telling that story was to run out of the room. <laughs> my impulse was to also keep my eyes closed. <laughs> We're going to hear from Jerry Von Jingles. Mm. <clears throat> I was driving to pick up my friend from the airport around 10 at night. 
His girlfriend was also with me as she wanted to see him as soon as possible. Why didn't she pick him up? We were going down some dark, super lonely back road. I've never been that way before, but I was following good old Apple Maps. (laughs) 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 Eventually, we came up alongside a train that was matched with our speed, so we couldn't see out past it on the other side of the car. After a couple minutes of that, we came upon a train yard to our left. A very spooky, very generic horror movie train yard. Nothing crazy yet, except for the fact that it went on and on and on. We probably spent 10 minutes driving at 45 miles an hour down a dark back road with a train yard on our left and a train on our right blocking the view. That's... Mm-mm. That does not make any sense. No. Mm-mm. That's 10 miles of train yards. That's a crazy train right there. <laughs> That's way more than 10 miles. That's insane. Oh. I'm also trying to figure out why a train yard would be on one side, mm. but then the tracks that the train uses be on the other side. Like, they're driving in the middle. Yeah, that doesn't make like sense. They're driving through a train yard that this Good old road just goes Apple through. Maps. <laughs> Apple Maps led me through a fucking warehouse district that is less than a mile away from my house just to try to get to a KFC to give my dad a pot pie. I had never in my life (laughs) driven through this warehouse district and suddenly the roads were horrible and I was like, where the fuck am I? And then it was like, KFC is on your right. And I was like, "Uh, (coughs) never doing this again. Okay. Eventually, we made it back into society and picked up my friend from the airport. We told him all about the spooky train yard and train and were excited to drive back and show him just how much it was like a generic horror film. We drove back down the same roads. It wasn't there. Ah. We never (laughs) passed. We never passed a train yard. There were no trains on the tracks, now or on our left. Mm-hmm. Friend's girlfriend and I flipped out. <laughs> we swore up and down we drove right along a train yard for a long time. The drive home felt much shorter. I don't like that. I think they were just kissing. <laughs> Can you imagine being the friend that like just gets home from Minneapolis and then is just like so like gosh, like it's so good to see you guys and they're like, There were there were trains there were trains for miles <laughs> And then there being nothing Whatever Mark. That's scary. Alright, go for it, Morgan. Alright, this one comes from Old Man Enoch. (laughs) Worked at a public pool. I would work alone after hours cleaning the building and the pool. One night around 2am, I'm cleaning the change rooms. The pool has been closed for four hours at this time. I hear the sound of a child's laughter and bare feet running across the pool deck. I go out and scan the area. There's nobody in sight. The doors are all closed and locked. There is nowhere a kid could be hiding. No wet footprints on the pool deck. I recheck the doors and the security monitors. I'm the only person in the building. I don't like ghost feet sounds. I hate it. I hate it. The story that would be associated with haunting a public pool is really sad and dark. But I'm happy that they're happy now. I'm the ghost of unexplained urine. (laughs) It's explained. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward why there'd be urine in a pool. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's peeing in it, old man Enoch. As we put it there. Okay. Oh, wait, I have a second little one. Okay, go for it. We can't forget about Sticky Tuna. Mm -mm. Never forget about Sticky Tuna. Who the fuck would choose that as words to identify themselves? Who would choose that? Sticky tuna sounds like an awful strain of weed. It does. Oh, <laughs> a little it sounds intentionally bad. <laughs> it's like, this will fuck you up, but you won't like it. Everybody within like a mile radius will know that you're using exactly. it. Exactly. It's just for people who want to be known as stoners, but who don't want to get pleasantly high. 
Okay. I had the, cra- you won't believe this. I had the craziest thing happen to me. I was trying to get cash at a gas station for my tattoo. I walk oh. in. I actually don't believe that shit. That sounds very uncharacteristic no. of you. <laughs> Can I so get a I'm 20? walking in. I hear like someone hoot when they're getting gas. I don't know if it was a cat call or just a yell. And then I f- see like a bandana falling in the air behind me and there's nobody around me. And I was like, that's weird. I don't know where the bandana came from. I walk in. You can't give me cash. I walk back in my car and I'm like, ooh, it smells pretty loud. And then I go about my business and I get home and there was a whole weed bud under my shoe. (laughs) My shoe had no ridges on the bottom. I don't even know how it stuck to my shoe. What? Likely story. I think I- (laughs) Tell it to the judge. I think I walked off some kind drug deal. (laughs) Dude- that is insane. You can cut this out if you want, but I don't know how that happened. I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked. That that could fit into all of this. That is high strangeness <laughs> right there. You got visited Sweet by the ghost, ghost of Chris of of dankness. Of Halloween <laughs> dankness. <laughs> For legal reasons that did not happen, I was never in the possession of it. <laughs> that was crazy though. Anywho. Mm. Sticky the tuna. previous was satire. Happy. <laughs> the previous was any relation or closeness to related to real people is purely coincidence. So, in 2011, Sticky Tuna was studying abroad in Morocco. We were staying in a riad in the Medina of Marrakesh. Was- <laughs> I suddenly feel like Can I Can I get another read of that, but more unsure? I intentionally didn't adjust this or look up any of those words because I was like, I'll let someone just hit this like a pothole when they're reading. You know, those things. I had one roommate who was already asleep this night. I thought I saw her sitting up in the bed next to me wearing all white. Suddenly, I saw a white, hazy thing vaguely shaped like a person floating above me next to the big windows. I was so scared I went in the bathroom, turned the light on, and stayed in the bathtub all night. I think that's Dracula. <laughs> is this you or Sticky Tuna weighing this is in? Me. Sticky Tuna's done. <laughs> Sticky Tuna's Editor's note. <laughs> it was Dracula. I think that was Dracula. <laughs> End parenthesis. <laughs> End footnote. <laughs> Why do you think it was Dracula? So I've continued listening to the Not audiobook. every foreign person is Dracula, Morgan. We've been over this. <laughs> So, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the audiobook version I'm listening to, mm-hmm. he is described as, like, like the vampires are white creatures in the mm-hmm. distance in the night. Mm. He also does a lot of hitting windows. Like a bird? Yeah, he's like, he turns bat and he flaps <laughs> his wings against the windows, and he makes the girl sleepwalk to let him in. Ugh, rude. I know. So this is scary. You're just supposed to use a boombox. I can see girls open windows. Okay, so now we're going to hear from <laughs> bee stingers. Then they wake up and go kind of do the thing. Really cutie, and I liked it. Okay, from bee stingers. My boyfriend and I woke up in separate parts of the house in hysterics, naked, and covered in sweat. When we both finally calmed down and talked, we realized we had the same dream of being surrounded by a group of black and white people with no mouths. <laughs> the, the end. stories just because I read it and it was those two sentences and I was just like huh (laughs) bee stingers how do you move on from that shit how do you just let that be the story I would I'd never stop talking bee stingers understands economy of language has the highest effect something I have yet (laughs) <laughs> to embrace. Okay, next we hear from M.T. Swagger. Mm. Sounds like he's related to L.T. Smash. 
Is the Simpsons Morgan? He's the he's the Navy officer who's trying to who creates the boy band, but he's <gasps> actually in the Navy. Join the Navy. Yeah, Yvonne Netanyahu. You get it. You get it. I knew you'd get there. Anyway, this is M.T. Swagger. I watched one of our cats being pulled backwards about. <gasps> <laughs> Comedy. About five feet by her tail, she was walking through the dining area and suddenly was sliding backwards as if someone was pulling her by her tail. Cats never get targeted. Only there wasn't. She freaked out and tried to run but couldn't immediately as something held on for a brief second before letting her go. I tend to think... That was the handiwork of a four or five year old girl ghost who hangs out and just wants to play with the kitty. (laughs) 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 Honestly, the idea of a cat just being like mysteriously pulled backwards and just kind of like irritated the way cats are, but it's paranormal was a pretty great image for me. I don't know if my cat would react. Really? To being yeah. yanked backwards five feet? She'd probably assume it was us doing something. We don't yank her. She's just very low-key. <laughs> well, that's super weird. That's the most sedated cat I've ever heard of, then. Alright, what you got, Morgan? I got 1LT underscore zero Beavius. Ooh, LT. Maybe it's a lieutenant. Ooh. Lieutenant Beavius. <laughs> It's me, Lieutenant Beavis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so funny. I lived in a house that seemed to be haunted by doppelgangers. What the fuck? This theme! Oh my god. Every event that happened never involved some mysterious figure, but a known person being in a place where they should not have been. Mm. Here are a few examples. I was a teenager at the time, and I was instant messaging my GF at the time with my webcam turned on. I had the viewer up so that I could see myself in the webcam. Behind me, there was the stairs leading up, left of the camera view, and the entrance to the living room, right of the camera view. My younger sister would typically fall asleep every night on the couch in front of the TV and make her way up to bed in the middle of the night. At one point in my webcam view, I saw my sister leave the living room and go up the stairs. The thing that struck me as odd was that I didn't hear anything. It was an older Victorian house, so the wooden floor and stairs were loud AF. Mm -hmm. Without saying anything to my GF, I got up and looked into the living room, and there was my sister passed out on the couch. I sat back down and asked my GF if she had seen anything in my camera. She said, (laughs) yeah, I just saw your sister go upstairs. Hey GF, heart, you (laughs) you look great with an eight. Did you see my sis? Go up? Question mark, smiley face, winky face, tongue out. (laughs) And then my family was all getting ready to go somewhere. I was sitting in the car with my mom and we were waiting on my sister who was still in the house. After a bit, she comes out and gets in the car and looks at me like, WTF? I ask her what's wrong. (laughs) I ask her what's wrong and she says that she, she says that just before she walked out of the house, she thought I was still inside. So she yelled up the stairs. 1LT underscore zero BVS, we're leaving. And apparently I yelled back. (laughs) I yelled back, okay, I'll be down in a minute. (laughs) I don't like doppelgangers. This sounds like a mimic ghost to me. Mm. Okay, let's hear from. Imported thighs. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, closest I've got to a haunted house is a haunted room. Colon. I used to sleep on the second floor. Parentheses. The bottom one being the first. Close parentheses. I like that they clarified because in Europe it's different. Uh said Katie. Now we're going back to imported thighs and my sister in the attic. She used to have sleep paralysis often. She, mm. she Then she moved out, and now I have her old room. She no longer has sleep paralysis. But I do. And imported <gasps> thighs. 
We're hearing from Vondrel. Emphasis is mine. I was once doing about 85 on a barren backcountry road in an old Cadillac when the interior lights suddenly came on and turned off again. I slowed down to check for an open door when I came around a turn and found a broken down car in the middle of the lane with the lights off. Swerving in a 77 Cadillac is no mean feat, and had I not slowed down I would have never had time to avoid the collision. Both doors were in fact closed, and it never happened again. Ooh. So Vondrell was saved by these weird That's light so turning cool. on and off from smashing into another car. That's really incredible. I'm so thankful that you've been yeah. saved, Vondrell, to tell your story. I that's all I got. That's all you? Mm-hmm. Really? I have a few more well, a short. I have three teensy tinies. Okay, this one is I used from I used to steal things. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto! I'm just borrowing. So I used to I didn't borrow, I stole. <laughs> so I used to work as a security guard at a large office building. I office <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I often <laughs> stole things like computers, desks, chairs, etc. from the office. Oh, that's that's big theft. That's big. That's big mode. Honestly, good for you, hun. You're the security. I think that's guard. technically larceny. You're the security guard, and you you fucking know you are the one. Who, who are they gonna call you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who the fuck are they gonna call? Oh my god, that's awesome. Honestly, praxis. I love it. I was very careful and never took anything during my shift. (laughs) There were only cameras in the lobby and on the outside of the building, not in any tenant spaces. One day, I found a wallet in a desk and it had a few hundred dollars. I took the money and left the wallet. (laughs) What the fuck do you expect from this person? (laughs) I wasn't on that night. No one saw me enter or leave the building and I wasn't on any camera. A few weeks later, a lady I'd never met before came up to the security desk and told me that she saw me take the money and even knew the exact amount. She said that she just wanted me to know that she knew. Then she left and I never saw her again. There is just no possible way she could have seen me. Go snark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. <clears throat> L- Lucozade 6. Single sentence horror story here. I saw a reflection of myself <laughs> at the end of a hallway. In- <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> no, no. Emphasis was mine. Okay, I saw a reflection of myself at the end of a hallway in a friend's apartment building. Only he told me the day after there was never any mirror in the hallway. Oh, uh. (laughs) come on! What the fuck was I looking at? (laughs) Okay, and then don't like it. To finish us out, no thanks, Mill. Hmm. I was 15-ish and babysitting a neighbor girl down the road from my parents' house. The house was older, but I never thought it was creepy. They also had this awful rat terrier that would bark at everything. Dot dot dot. Worst dog ever. Once the girl- she wrote that. I did not add that as a very dated joke. Although I did make a very dated reference with my inflection. I apologize. Once the girl went to bed, I sat in the living room and was watching TV. The dog started freaking out, but instead of barking at the door like a normal, (laughs) she started barking at the corner of the room. Then she would run to another room and bark and come back to where I was like she was following something. Finally, she stayed... She stayed in the kitchen barking for a solid two minutes. Afraid that she was going to wake the girl up, I went into the kitchen to quiet her down. When I walked in, I froze and saw that every single cabinet door in the kitchen was open. All of them. I grabbed the dog and ran to the living room. 
After she stopped barking, I went into the kitchen and closed everything. (laughs) Thankfully, the dad finally came home soon after. I refused to go back, and my parents never believed me. I still get freaked out when I think about it. Well, what do you have to gain about lying about that? (laughs) I don't know. Getting out of work? clout? (laughs) No free clout. Go back and babysit. No thanks, Mill. Thank you for that. And thank you so much, Ian, for all those stories. Thank you. That shit was so wild. What did we learn? Doppelgangers. They just are. The rest. So much. (laughs) Don't open your eyes. Don't open your doors. This podcast is brought to you by my Etsy store, The Second Harvest. At The Second Harvest, you have the opportunity to commission beautiful, custom little portraits of beloved animals, your many lovers, the Count who funds your operas, or to make another person's day with a really meaningful gift. No contact required, you selfless little minx. And if you've been swept up in the recent spiritualist movement, I'm also offering terror readings there. So if you're in need of a little guidance, validation, I'm here to help. All my offerings start at just 30 American dollars, and I shall provide a link in the show notes. (laughs) Okay, this next section is trivia, where Morgan and I create insane trivia uh, questions for each other, like a Mm -hmm. quiz show that's basically impossible, Mm -hmm. uh, based on Stephen King Toberfest movies we watched this month. Mm -hmm. Okay, Morgan... Number one. <laughs> I just know you're going to throw an easy one in there and I'm going to get it wrong and be embarrassed. Oh, there are no easy ones in oh here. <laughs> so okay, you don't good. have to feel embarrassed. Okay. Maximum Overdrive is a 1986 American comedy horror film written awesome. and directed by Stephen King. What is the film itself's star sign based on its release date? Is it an A, Libra, B, Pisces, C, Aries, or D, Leo? Libra. Wrong! (laughs) You idiot! Even if I knew the date, I wouldn't know. (laughs) It was a Leo. Its birthday is, it came out in July 25th. Maybe it had a, you know, it later international release date that would have made it a Libra, so you could be right, but we're not gonna look into it no. in this instance. You are wrong. All right. I'm an international Libra. <laughs> okay, fine. You can, you can have that if you want it. Um, go for it, Morgan. All right. What company announced just two days before filming started that they were completely cutting funding for the movie Stand By Me? Which is a real dick move, by the way. Is it A, AT&T, B, Nestle, C, Coca-Cola, D, General Mills? What? These are the companies that were funding this movie? (laughs) These These are are the the types The types of companies. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna say General Mills. It was Coca-Cola. Wow! Follow-up fun fact, Coca-Cola was gonna fund $8 million, and two days before they said no, so (gasps) actor Norman Lear, having been so close to Rob Reiner, footed the whole bill himself. He believed in him so much, and they made- the movie made $52 million. Man, Coca-Cola- you missed out. You missed. They could have been rich. You could have been something, <laughs> they been. Coca-Cola. Everybody could have known your name. All right. There is a Maximum Overdrive trailer on YouTube. One of the comments on this YouTube video trailer says, Le tengo panico a los camiones por culpa de esta peli. What does this mean in English? <laughs> no! <laughs> There are no options. <laughs> Is it? But the ATM I will give called you me percentages for. <sighs> you can get partial credit on that. I didn't retain it all. Just tell me what it said. Wait, read it one more time. Okay. 
Uh, I don't speak Spanish for anyone, just so you fucking know if I'm bad at pronouncing this. Le tengo pánico a los camiones por culpa de esta peli. Couldn't tell ya. Le tengo pánico a los camiones por culpa de esta peli. Okay, it is, I have a fear of trucks because of this movie. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine? (laughs) According to the comments, a lot of people accident, a lot of little kids in like the 80s accidentally oh, got sat in front of this movie when they time. were little and they found it again and were like, this fucking movie <laughs> traumatized me. I, I bet that. Truck Monk, Trunk, Jesus, I bet Truck Month fucks them up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Especially President's Day as well. All right, go for it. That's for mattresses. No, Uh, it's for anything except (laughs) presidents. So a handful of Stephen King movies and short stories have been adapted to the stage. Which of the movies that we watched hit Broadway? Have been adapted to the stage? You're kidding me. Wait, wait, wait. I do. I know that Carrie is a musical, but that's Mm -hmm. not one that we watched. Mm -mm. Fun fact, uh, it starred Bruce Willis, if that helps. <laughs> that does help. Did they make Misery a play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be, that would definitely be the easiest to translate to the stage. A Maximum yeah. Overdrive oh my musical God. I would see. It'd be everybody on rollerblades with their yeah, like prop I was trucks. definitely honk, honk. also thinking of Starlight Express. <laughs> I was thinking it would have like big Spider-Man turn off the dark energy. Oh yeah, mm. totally. A nightmare. It they also have a to. rock band from another country that could score it. Oh, they would. They definitely would. I we mean, ACDC did Maximum Overdrive to begin with. Okay. Stand By Me mm. was also released in 1986 to great acclaim from both audiences and Stephen King. Okay. Which character did I say I identified with most when we talked about it? Was it... I told you these are very subjective. Did you say it out loud? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was 40% implied, 60% verbalized. <laughs> and the boys' names are Gordy, Vern, Chris, and Teddy. And if you need clarification on which boys which... I do, or, I do. You can I just do. say who the... who you, Probably you the... Know. The one who writes. Wrong, bitch. You don't know me at all. (laughs) Who do you identify with? So that's Gordy. I said that I identified with Chris because he seemed much older than he was and much more mature than he was. Oh, was he the only helpful, the one who died? The friend, the nice friend? River Phoenix. He's the one. Yeah, he's Chris Chambers. Um... Yeah, the one who was disappointed by the teacher. That's the one who I, I like identified. I, yeah, I've been disappointed by many mentors. Yeah. I know nobody asked, but uh, I identify with the corpse they poke. Ian. Apparently, they didn't get to see the corpse till they, like, filmed it. Oh, like, that was their smart. their first, like, showing. Yeah. That was smart. That was cool. I also have a Stand By Me question. Stand mm-hmm. By Me originally was titled The Body by Stephen King, mm-hmm. but they decided that was icky and they wouldn't use that title. Who mm-hmm. changed the title? Was mm. it Columbia Pictures, Stephen King, Rob Reiner, or Norman Lear? Trick question. It was Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> was it... Was it Rob Reiner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's and got great instincts. And they dubbed it the least unpopular opinion. The, the least unpopular... So the most popular opinion. Mm-hmm. No, just the least unpopular. Yeah, they weren't like It thrilled. wasn't popular. Yeah. No. <laughs> they didn't have anything better, but a lot worse. Okay. Which type of therapy modality do I think, and I am not a trained therapist... <laughs> Would have most helped Gordy, the writer, kid, later in life. So this may be the correct answer. This may not be the correct answer what it actually is. The question is, what do I think? Okay. 
So you have to put yourself in my <laughs> shoes and not in the shoes of like a trained your therapist. Your fun facts are opinion. <laughs> this is not an opinion. This is my subjective it's your perspective fact. based on the situation. We're Do getting. I have options? Oh, yeah. Okay. A, internal family systems and cognitive behavioral therapy. Wouldn't B, hurt. <laughs> yeah, B, EMDR and massage. C, dialectical behavior therapy. Or D, rub some dirt on it. I'm going to go A with a little bit of D. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. I think that Gordy would be greatly benefited by internal family systems and cognitive behavioral therapy uh, because I feel like he really needs help with his self-esteem and with um, cognitive processing and of the bullshit that he's been thrown and handling grief and all that stuff. And also just have a better understanding of, of his little brain and, and the dark voices that manifest in his head. You know what I mean? Because internal yeah. family systems is about like... Sort of like personifying the voices in your head as like people or like your anxious self. Like she's like 13 and she's really loud and scared and like your, you know, your most judgmental self. She's like a mom figure. You know, it's about like making a family out of the voices in your head. Oh, wow. So I feel like it would be helpful for him because his dad's perspective on him being worthless, I feel like is... Something that he would really need to wrestle with. Once again, not a trained therapist, purely a hobbyist when it comes to, you know, the brain. I would like to say that my favorite therapeutic mode is Mixolydian. What the fuck is that? It's like a scale mode. What does that mean? For music. Oh. I love jokes for no one. Only make jokes that you... I. Answered so aggressively because I knew, I knew it would not be a joke that I would be able to understand. And it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. One person that maybe blew blew air out of their nose a little harder for that one, I appreciate you. They don't listen to this podcast. Damn it. Just so you know. All right. During the filming of Maximum Overdrive, what kind of injury occurred on set? Now, I made up the other three. That doesn't mean they didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) We've got number one. Camera truck flipping over and results in breaking someone's leg. We've got splinters resulting in loss of an eye. We've got a rash. (laughs) We've got items thrown in the face resulting in stitches. I think you said... I did mention it. Yeah, I think it was... I think it resulted in stitches. I don't think anybody actually lost an eye. So they lost an eye. <gasps> they lost an eye! They, they sued an him! Eye? They really I think someone did get eye? stitches, though. They lost an eye, yeah. They had to stop filming for a while. I didn't Chaos. realize they literally Chaos. lost an eye. Oh my god, Stephen King! <laughs> this sucks. It was from the lawnmower thing. He wanted uh. it to be scarier, more believable. So it was actually more scary <laughs> yeah. than the film. <laughs> All right. The top comment on the Misery 1990 trailer on YouTube is blank. That was great. Fill in the blank. Was it A, wow, B, noise, C, yeet, or D, (laughs) or D, yep. The sentence is blank. That was great. I hope it's noise. Is it noise? It was, in fact, yeet. No. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeeted his ankle. Is that the proper use of the term yeet? No. no. I don't think so. I, I don't it has, think yeet, that was great as the proper use. There's no punctuation. There's no capitals. It was just yeet, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> to Misery 1990, starring James Caan and Kathy Bates. Yeet, that was great. <laughs> yeet. 
Ooh, Rolling Stones Peter Travers says. Yeet. Yeet. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) What a time to be alive. I've got another Maximum Overdrive question. Okay. We know that Maximum Overdrive had a violent lawnmower scene. Yes. (laughs) But, psych, it's not a Maximum Overdrive question. One of the other movies had a deleted scene in it that also involved a violent lawnmower. Which movie was it? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You're killing it with this shit. A deleted scene with a lawnmower. What could it be? Um, I don't think that would have happened in Misery. Uh, so I, it's, I, my guess has got to be Stand By Me. It was Misery. You're, what? Where I was I think she one? was lawnmowering up a cop. It was a scene where a cop came to the house. What? And they thought, that's too violent. And just yeeted the cop out of there. So they, they just, sho- so she just shot him with a shotgun in the chest as a less violent, I mean, that would be less violent. It was mm-hmm. so pretty violent. Yeah, they describe it as pulverizing the officer by repeatedly running him over with a lawnmower. Oh! That is really violent. That would be a lot to yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Also but- leaves a lot of evidence. Like, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it's like creating more evidence. <laughs> yeah, the shotgun is just a cleaner way to do this. Which it almost never is, but in this case, compared to a literal lawnmower, yes. Huh. Go with a shotgun. I love this podcast version of Deadliest Warrior we just had. What do you mean deadly? Is that the show? Oh, oh my god, is that like the YouTube show we watched once? Where it was like, no, the samurai. Like a... The samurai sword can have a velocity of blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like five monster energy drink bros, like, use Alexander the Great Sword to, like, slash a pork side. Yes, I know. I'm... And they're like, that was sick, bro. <laughs> and they, like, high-five, and they're like, samurais are nice. <laughs> Yeet, that was great. <laughs> Yeet, that was great. Okay, my final question is... <laughs> Alexander the Great would have yeeted Genghis Khan. I'm going to say that after I get married. Yeet. You may not kiss the bride. Yeet. That was great. Morgan, yeet Roger to be your lawfully wedded husband. Okay. Noise. Uh, Kathy Bates won Best Actress. The way that I frame these questions, just so you know, is the way that my New York City tour guide exam was Mm. framed, which is they would give sometimes paragraphs and paragraphs of information about a historical event. And then you'd have to scroll to the bottom to be like, (laughs) at the corner of 63rd and 11th, what is the name of the Jewish synagogue? That uh, and it's like, dude, I already mm-hmm. learned all this shit. Why are you trying to teach me in a literal <laughs> exam? <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm. That's how I sort of gently framed it. Kathy Bates won Best Actress at the 1991 63rd Academy Awards ceremony, mm-hmm. but the televised 63rd Academy Awards itself also won for Outstanding Writing in a Variety or Music Program. What award ceremony gave an award to an award ceremony? <laughs> Was it A, the Primetime Emmy Awards? B, Academy of Country Music Awards? C, Tony Awards? Or D, California Association for Coordinated Transportation, also known as Cal Act Awards, the largest state transit association in the country? Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna go with D, Katie. (laughs) Wrong! It was the Primetime Emmy Awards. The Primetime Emmys literally gave the Oscars an award. Do they do that every time? It was in the run. So they give awards (laughs) to variety or music programs and the Oscars themselves were submitted as a variety, you know, program. That's and insane. things things like Saturday Night Live and other things like live events like that are also submitted. So like Who it was accepted against, the award? Uh the team that wrote like Oscar. It was Oscar Doy. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> um uh Billy Crystal had hosted that year. 
And he, along with a few other writers, also won. And and I think maybe the producers, they always are. I mean, but who produced the Academy? Does the Academy accept? So, wait, I have one more question. It's, it's Maximum Overdrive for real this time. No, of course. It costs $9 million to make, which was one more million dollars than Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, The Misery. How much did Maximum Overdrive make? Was it $9 million? Close call. Was it $2 million Or was it $7 million? Ooh. Uh, we know it didn't make more than it cost. Just the fact that all of those things are options, that makes me so <laughs> sad for everyone who worked on that production. Um, yeah. People actually paying money to get their butts in a in a movie theater to see that movie i'm gonna say two million it was seven wow okay <laughs> well good for them almost there good for the ex- dollar was stronger back then <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dollar was stronger than in 86 I just can't imagine paying money to see that in a movie theater. I mean, but I mean, I fucking paid, I would. I paid money to see it here. So <laughs> I mean, true. am I really better than the average 1986 moviegoer? No, we I would um, not expect maybe. quality though. We'd know. Yeah. Googling 1986 in movies. All right, I think that's that rounds it out for trivia. Mm-hmm. I was. Morgan, the I really like I I read through almost all those movies as IMDb trivia's like way down, and I was not at all familiar with the shit that you asked me, and you asked me actual trivia <laughs> instead of my opinions, um, which you should know like <laughs> trivia. <laughs> so I, I loved your questions. I didn't stumble upon them online. No, I don't think you would have. <laughs> I lately have been a big fan of fun facts. I try to, once every couple days, tell Roger a fact that's just a complete lie, and then immediately say, well, he's like, really? I go, no. Oh, that's so, that's rude. (laughs) He's going to stop believing you, and then one day, you're going to tell him a real fun fact, and he won't believe you. Well, I tell him immediately after. I was like, David Attenborough was afraid of flying. He was like, really? (gasps) I was like, no. No, there's no way David Attenborough could be afraid of flying. Unless he lives in Africa, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about your 31 days of Halloween. Tell me a movie that you'd never seen before that will now make its way into like a more oh. condensed, important rotation. Rather than, I mean, you just saw just every fucking spooky movie. I did. I really did. So what's a movie that you're like, oh my god, I'd never seen this before. I'm. This is going to be a new spooky movie mainstay. Because I imagine you're not going to watch a new 31 movies every single no. October. No, and that I don't think I can insane. do 31 every October. Quarantine just allowed it. Right. It was still a lot. I love Scooby Doo Return to Zombie Island. Yes, it really. It was so good. That it was, was so good. They did it really well. Um, I'm looking through my list. I really like scary stories to tell in the dark. And did that come out recently? I think in like 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Very recently. It's very cute. Cute. I feel really? Like the, yeah, because like, I mean, it's scary. The effects are scary. The monsters are scary. But they set it up in a very, like, cozy, familiar Halloween. Like, it's kids. It's in the 60s or 70s. Oh, really? It's a spooky house. Yeah, it's really good. It's the. I was not anticipating cozy vibes from that movie. I mean, you might not think it's cozy. I feel like the... I I feel cozy. I don't know. Yeah, no. Cozy scary. What about that movie Trick or Treat? I loved it! It was so cute! It was typical, like... Hot ladies, lots of gore, like very early 2000s Halloween. I gotta get that soundbite of you just saying hot ladies. (laughs) Hot ladies, lots of gore. It's your spinoff podcast. Hot ladies, lots of gore and baseball, baseball, baseball. I could work with that those parameters. <laughs> <laughs> but the the trick or treat movie was cute. It was a bunch of little stories that were all kind of connected, and the trick or treat guy itself was super cute. And then he has like a gross pumpkin demon head under his little mm, um, burlap thing. But I liked it. It was cute. 
Great. I watched Roger. I made Roger watch a movie with me, Incarnate. It was the worst Halloween movie I've seen, maybe wow. ever. <laughs> Incarnate. Yeah, it was um, wheelchair bound. Doctor scientist man mm-hmm. hops into people's psyches oh. who are possessed by demons. The <laughs> <laughs> it was X Men Inception ghosts. He like Inception hops into their dreams. He brings an object to theirs and he gets them out of their possession. He talks them out of it and he like is trying to find the demon that killed his family and left him <laughs> wheelchair bound. Oh my god, a demon left him wheelchair bound? Yeah. It's wow. just so formulaic and boring. Yeah, that sounds super it's formulaic. Awful. It sounds super fucking t- I'm like, and then he's in a wheelchair because a demon possessed him and killed his family, and then he hops into people's <laughs> dreams, blah, 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 blah. Anybody can finish that story. Blue, blah, blah. It's a Halloween tale. The end. Typical. Mm. And all the Tim Burton. I watched all the Tim Burton. Loved it. Yeah, I saw you watched Sweeney Todd and... Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I don't typically think of Edward Scissorhands as a spooky movie, but but that one is a. I I have it's trouble. All the vibe. I have trouble with Tim Burton sometimes because some of the movies will be seasonally very confusing to me mm-hmm. because Edward Scissorhands it feels very like summer because or like early fall because of the suburban nature of everything and how bright everything is and so pastel but then he also like makes snow and they're like Mm -hmm. it feels very like winter and christmasy and i'm like this is conflicting completely conflicting moods and then if you want to watch nightmare before christmas the first like 10 minutes you're like yeah fuck yeah Halloween man and then they're like (laughs) now that that's over (laughs) Christmas for the next 50 minutes and you're like wait what when is this movie supposed to when am I supposed to watch this movie (laughs) is it supposed to be viewed on Thanksgiving break yes because you're like still kind of Halloween but then that's over so It feels quick. a little wrong watching it both seasons. Yes, it does. But I liked it. <laughs> it's a Thanksgiving classic. Um, What movies have you watched? I, mean, I haven't watched a ton, I'll be honest. Have, have you at least watched The Shining? Projects. I have not watched The Shining this year, recently. I think probably because it's hitting a little close to home. With the whole isolation element and the whole losing your damn mind angle. Uh, So I'm not not sure I want to watch it in this state because I feel I will strongly root for Jack Nicholson's character. And that's always worrisome. Yeah, that's always we're like, I don't know if I want to be rooting for him. Yes, Rebecca. Ian and I... Watched this, watched Rebecca, the new adaptation uh, on Netflix. And it's an adaptation from a novel that was written in the late 30s, I believe, by by Daphne du Maurier, du Maurier I believe. And it's about uh, a woman who is a lady's companion in the late 30s. So it's basically just like basically a lady's maid. And she's following around this older woman. I saw the ad. Yes. It looks amazing. It was not. Ah! Um, It. it, uh, That's so funny. So this woman is a lady's maid and she's following this old, you know, woman who's really awful to her around all her travels. And while she's on her travels, she meets this mysterious, handsome, um, uh, you know, Mr. DeWinter. And he has just lost his wife six months before, and apparently he was totally destroyed by it. And by a crazy turn of events, they fall in love quickly in Morocco, and then he takes her back to his manor home, Manderley, of course, because the manor home is literally called Manderley. And <laughs> um, and there's just echoes of Rebecca, his ex, his first wife who just died everywhere in the manor and all the servants are weird. And basically every single person she encounters is like, Hmm, not as pretty as Rebecca. Are you? You're like, Oh, well, you're not, you'll never be Rebecca. You'll never be Rebecca. And you know, and then the movie takes 
such a turn. It takes, to say it takes a turn is generous. Uh, it takes like five turns. It is truly like donuts in the middle of the movie, and you're like, oh, okay. It's it's just insane. Um, it I don't know if it knows what it is or what it wants itself to be, but it stratified all genres basically, except like science fiction. It, it 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 was like is this a is this a paranormal mystery is that no it's a, is this a detective story no oh. is this a but not in like a cute cool fun great way in like a I'm not sure this director or this writer knows what the fuck oh. they were doing way and the actors were also not very good oh it was so fun to watch I have not enjoyed watching a movie in months and months as much as I enjoyed watching Rebecca. But this has been such a great Halloween special. Our 400th, although our only our fourth that we've recorded. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we hope you have a really special fun week and you do something fun. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's what it is. I haven't been watching as many movies, but I have been baking, baking mm. spooky things. That's where a lot of my spook energy has gone. So it's Ooh. like pumpkin cinnamon rolls, butternut squash soup. That's where my energy's oh, gone. I'm that. like, where's all my spooky energy gone? That's where it's gone. Is it been into baking and cooking? So if you guys want to take that. some inspiration from Morgan and watch a million spooky movies and from me and bake something really nice and spooky, mm-hmm. please do. Don't do anything that Ian has inspired you to do. Just mm-hmm. drop him out of your brain. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Have you guys carved pumpkins? No, we haven't done that yet. I just, yeah, just, I, I have. No, okay, great. Well, great. It, it was like my second time carving pumpkins. I know it would. It will be about my second time as well. Really? Yes, I did. That was not a part of my life growing up at all. <laughs> all right, guys, you know where to find us on everything. We're scary stories from Camp Roanoke on basically all social media, but on Facebook we have a a, a group called the Camp Roanoke Mess Hall where we hang mm-hmm. out. We're gonna take a break for the month of November and recuperate and respookerate. So that we're ready and fresh back again for you um, in December. Which is actually one of my favorite times of the year. Because I think it's just as spooky, if not more, than the uh, the fall. So we'll be getting into darker, more Nordic haunts. Alright. It's time for you guys to have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted Halloween things. Halloween things. Have a spooky Woo. night, guys. We love you. It's me, Lieutenant Beavis. (laughs) In a riad in the Medina of Marrakesh?